Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Time once again to bring in a ASC certified technician, Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, to help you out with any car, truck, van issue you may be having. And if you have to bring it in for service, Dan will help you uh, maybe kind of figure out what uh, what's ailing that personal vehicle. Good morning to you, Dan. Well, good morning, Denny Long. How are you? I am doing quite well, and I hope you guys uh, are too there at Lloyd's Automotive, you and your family as well. Uh, busy week, yeah, I presume? It's been a busy week. Thank you for asking. We've been uh, we've been uh, healthy and running strong, so that's that's really good news. We've uh, we've uh, every everybody's been just fine. So we apparently what we're doing is working and and uh, keeping <laughs> trouble out so far anyway. That's good. Yeah, that's uh, you keep that up. And it, it, it and again, I know it's a lot of people who love snow and all the activities that that can bring really miss it right now, but uh, on the other the other side of the coin is you don't have to worry about cleaning up cars and moving things around and plowing driveways uh things like that like you've mentioned in the past. You don't have to deal with it and it looks like this coming week you still won't have to deal with it. Yeah, that's I'm you know, for me personally that's good news. I've had a, had enough of, of having to move snow. And then the other thing you run into, Denny, is when you bring the car in, it's all caked with snow and covered with snow and while you're working underneath it, uh the oh, snow's melting and dripping, dripping all over you. So <laughs> it 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 is very pleasant to have these extra days of of uh, sunny, bright, dry uh, days for me. I'm I'm happy about it. I'm with you. All right, if you have any kind of problem with your vehicle and you want to find out uh, from uh, Dan uh, what could be ailing, uh, and don't wait because Dan's going to be with us till just about 7:45. So you have about another half hour, 35 minutes or so, to get your question answered. So don't wait. Uh, call it in or text it in. Either way, that line is the same. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six for either a phone call or your text message for Dan. Uh, again, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. There was a text that came in earlier today, but I'm, I'll, I'll get to that because uh, I think the calls are coming in as we speak. Uh, let's go to uh, Lee first up here, calling from Brooklyn Park, I believe. Lee, you're on with Dan. Yes. Good morning to you. So I've morning. got a 1998 Chevy Cavalier. My father-in-law lived in Arizona. He bought it 14, 15 years ago, brought it to Minnesota. And in the wintertime, uh, when it gets below about 30 degrees, you got to turn the key on the ignition, and it, it'll turn over, but it won't start. you got to leave the key in the on position for 20 minutes until it starts. Now, this only happens when it's cold. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Uh, 
out. I, I of course, have no idea uh, what to suggest on that, although I'll tell you what the test would be if it was in my shop. If it was in my shop, what we would do is we would put a fuel gauge on the vehicle and we would put a spark indicator on the vehicle and we would put a uh, a, a light, uh, a test light in, in series with the fuel injectors. And then when the vehicle is acting up, we would see which, which ingredient is missing. And it's missing something, obviously. It's either missing spark or fuel or fuel delivery or something like that. And uh, the only way we're ever going to figure this out is if we, if we narrow the search. And uh, that, that portion, what I just described, is very easy to do, very inexpensive. And once you've narrowed the search, then you can start getting serious about Okay, so we're missing fuel, for example. What could cause that? Is it a is it a fuel pump relay that needs to warm up enough before it'll work? Uh, something like that. Uh, you know, it, whatever it turns out to be, it's going to be weird. And the good news about a strange uh, occurrence like this is that after you find it, it's very satisfying to know that okay, and and then you can you can look back at the picture and say, well, it's actually quite simple. It was, here's, here's what it was. Here's why it was acting up the way it was. And, uh, you know, everything will be understood when we get it fixed. But first thing you need to do is narrow the search and then you can start uh, getting more serious about it. Well, if it had a life of its own, I might just want to go back to Arizona. (laughs) Yeah. I, 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 I agree with it. I, start pretty slow in the morning on these cold mornings, too. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Lee. Uh, Lee leaves that line open at 651-989-9226. Uh, or, again, if it's easier, just... All right. Thanks, Lee. Uh, Lee leaves that line open at 651-989-9226. Uh, or, again, if it's easier, just uh, use that number and uh, send Dan a text instead. But keep in mind, he's only giving me to... Dan will be with us for about another half hour, so we don't want to miss out on a question that we might be able to help you with. Uh, I'll tell you what, let's do this. Um, We'll grab some text messages when we come back. But in the meantime, let's take this break. uh, And uh, I can tell you that maybe late this afternoon, overnight, a little bit of chance, 20% chance of uh, some snow, maybe a little rain. We're going to get up to around 38 today. So it's not going to be any, not much of a factor. You might see it late this afternoon, maybe early evening. But, uh, 40 will be the high Sunday, and looking ahead for those uh, master mechanics, master technicians at Lloyd's, uh, maybe Monday 42, 45 Tuesday, near 52 on Wednesday. We'll get to further details as we move along on this Saturday in CCO Land. Our CCO Car Care Show will continue in a moment. Right now, it's 23 degrees in the Twin Cities. Stay with us. Lloyd's Automotive, located exactly where, Dan? Well, we are at 982 Grand Avenue, right between Lexington and Victoria in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call as soon as this morning, 651-228-1316. Very good, and we'll get you that phone number, et cetera, when, before Dan leaves us, which is about 745 today. So don't wait 
if you have an issue with your vehicle and you want to get some help. Uh, I'll tell you what, Dan, let's go to the phones. I think Chris is first up here in Maplewood. Chris, what's your question for Dan? Yes, hi, Dan. Say, I have a 2016 uh, Range Rover, and for some reason the heat on the driver's side is not coming out of the vents, and the heat on the passenger side works perfect. It just occurred. I had a new uh, radiator pump put in, and for some reason it's not working now. Yeah. You know, the the it, the fact that the one side is working and the other side is not, it's probably circulating coolant uh, into the vehicle. And so I don't think that has anything to do with it. I don't think that's the problem. But, uh, you know, it, it has dual side controls and all of that sort of stuff. And in order for it to have dual side controls, it has several different little motors, little servo motors that run blend doors and uh, mode doors and things like that. And it sounds to me like one of those mode doors uh, on your vehicle is not working properly or the door uh, itself is broken, something like that. The good news is that uh, on your vehicle, that stuff is all computer controlled, so uh, we can log into your vehicle and uh, get all of the uh, heating and air conditioning information out of it, and uh, hopefully there's a code stored in there of some sort, which would be good news because uh, then then the vehicle is aware of the problem and and more likely it's electrical or elect, you know an electric motor, something like that that's oftentimes more serviceable. If there are no cords in there, then it gets a little more concerning because then it's probably something internal that's actually broken. And if that's the case, that can get very complicated. So, But the first step would certainly be to get the information out of the heating and air conditioning uh, um, computer and uh, see where that leads us. Very good. Line is open if you want to call in your questions, 651-989-9226, or use the same uh, number to ask it via text, and we have a bunch of those too, Dan. Uh, here's one. It says, can I disable tire pressure system on a 2010 Focus? Higher pressure system. I'm not sure. Say that again. Can I disable the tire pressure system? Oh, tire pressures. I'm sorry. I, I heard higher. The ta- No. Uh, on no vehicle, and to my knowledge, is there a way of disabling the tire light? Um, the you certainly can not pay attention to it. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if, if a sensor doesn't work, it's going to cause the light to go on, and there's no way to, to disable the system and make the light go out. So the uh, hmm. best thing to do is just repair it and use it the way it was designed. Very good. Uh, here's another text, and it says, I have a 2008 Forerunner, and it needs a head gasket. Are there other things to consider replacing while the engine is apart? Thank you. A car has 155,000 miles on it. Yes, there are other things to consider, and the technicians that that's working on it will bring all of that to your attention as it gets disabled. For example, there's a whole bunch of other gaskets and seals that they'll repair and replace to take care of any other leaks that you have. It probably makes sense to change hoses that you're dealing with. Uh, they'll certainly put a new thermostat in and a whole bunch of things like that. But 
But uh, like I say, the technician that's working on it will be very aware of that and make all all the recommendations. Uh, one of the things that we're very aware of, Denny, when we're working on a vehicle is that it my repair needs to last a long time. You don't want, I don't want a customer coming back and say, hey, I just had something done and now, you know, the thing right next to it is broken. Why didn't you fix that while you were in there? And so we do that. We we look ahead a little bit, make sure that the repair is going to last a long time and take care of anything else that that might be in the area that we would be concerned about. Yeah, being proactive saves a lot of headache down the road. It sure. does. Um, i tell you what, let's grab a phone call here before we get too far adrift. Gary, I believe, is calling in from Maple Lake. Gary, you are on CCO with Dan Burns. Ah, thanks for taking my call. I've got a 2016 F-150 EcoBoost. And about a month to six weeks ago, if I was driving 55, 56, 57 miles an hour, I'd get a hum out of the engine. If I would go faster, it would stop. Well, now in the last week or two, even at lower speeds, if I held the accelerator at, let's say, 45, I'm getting this humming again. If I let off on the accelerator um, and go a little faster, it stops, but then it'll start in again. But it's this humming noise. Yeah, um, you know, noises are tough when I can't hear them. My recommendation would be somebody, a professional needs to hear the noise, and then we'll uh, have an idea what it is. But 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 just generally, uh, the most common thing that will make humming type noise, noises are few or a flow of liquid, for example, fuel. If the if the something's going on with the fuel pressure at exactly a certain pressure, uh, that'll cause a humming noise. Or airflow. If if a if a vent or something in the engine is not opening or closing the way it's supposed to, if the throttle body's not working exactly right, those types of things will make it make a humming noise. Uh, or like for example, uh, power steering fluid or transmission fluid. Those types of things. If there's a restriction somewhere, that will cause a humming noise. But I think the best thing for you to do is is take it in and and have a professional listen to it and I think oftentimes we can uh tell an awful lot about a problem car with a with a with a test drive. That's why every car that uh that we touch the first order of business is take it on a little test drive and see what's going on and uh and and so uh that's what they'll do for you. I was thinking way back when, uh, and do you and your uh, troops there at Lloyd's, as far as tools of the trade, you still use something like a uh, a stethoscope? To, oh, we we do. You do. And of course, just yeah. Oh, sure. And of course, uh, you know the the trouble is to get up to forty five miles an hour and put a stethoscope on something. <laughs> yeah. is complicated and but, dangerous. Uh, Technology has advanced, and so we have little wireless microphones that we can put all over the car. And uh, we have a control panel that controls the different microphones, and we can turn the different microphones on and off And as we're cruising down the road. And uh, so we do that, too. We can can find even when we're going 45 miles an hour. How about that? 
Interesting. All right, Dan, we have to take our usual bottom of the hour break. We're going to look at that CCO forecast, and uh, we'll have about another 10, 15 minutes to, to go in our car care show. 651-989-9226 is the phone number. It's also the text number. We'll grab more of both when we come back. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long in this end, along with Dan Burns, ASE Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, answering your car care questions. And, Dan, we have a bunch of both. Uh, here's here's a story that I hear you probably hear every day, if not every week. Texter says this, I have driven very little during this pandemic due to working from home. Twice since March, once in the spring and once last month, my car had a dead battery, would not start. It's the original battery on a 2015 Subaru Outback. Has the battery reached its lifespan, or was the problem simply from not driving it for weeks at a time? It started fine after having a trickle charger put on it for a few hours. What do you think, Dan? I think that, yes, a five-year-old battery in our climate needs to be replaced. That's that's, That's what's wrong with it. You know, Denny, every car has some very, very small, measurable draw on the system, uh, you know, the keep-alive memory in the computers and little things like that. And they do not add up to much. But if you have a failing battery, that's enough to make it go dead over a long period of time. If you were to drive it long every day, you could get more time out of it. But if, if any battery is five years old, uh, it's time to uh, to change it up because our climate, both with the heat and the cold, are really hard on electrical components. And, of course, battery, the battery is the heart of all of your electrical components. Yeah. All right. We, we seem to have struck a nerve here, Dan. Uh, here's another text that says, I have a uh, 1994 Corvette that I don't drive in the winter. For the battery, is it better to take the battery out, put a trickle charger in the basement, or can I put the trickle charger on it while still uh, in the car, still in the garage? It comes from John in Minneapolis. Yeah, either one would be fine. Probably the best thing would be to keep the battery uh, above freezing, but uh, so that would mean taking the battery out. That's probably what I would do if I know I'm not going to use it again till spring. But uh, but if you if a battery uh, is kept fully charged, it will not freeze. Uh, so it, you know, e- either one would work just fine. If, if you don't want to do the work of taking the battery out, which on a Corvette might be complicated, <laughs> then uh, if you just simply keep it fully charged, it'll be fine. All right. 651-989-9226. We still have time to take your phone call or text messages. Uh, and I don't know if you can answer this, Dan, maybe uh, from the uh, approach of uh, Lloyd's, but the texter says, what software does a Ford dealer use to reprogram Ford vehicles when needed? You know, it's a, it's a software that's uh, written by the engineers of the manufacturer. This is true with all cars. And uh, most of that software is available to the aftermarket, us, uh, through a subscription um, so it's just software that the that the uh, manufacturer has. It's actually what they use to build the car, 
and now it's available to all, pretty much anybody, if they are willing to pay the subscription to be able to do it. And then the hardware is really nothing. It's uh, on most of the technology nowadays. We use uh, a laptop and a cable, and uh, and plug into the car. And the uh, when we when we order a subscription, it gets downloaded to our laptop, and then we program the car that way. Okay, very good. Uh, let's see. I'm trying, trying to grab all these texts before we run out of time. Uh, here's one. It says, I have a 2001 Mitsubishi Spider convertible, 80,000 miles on it. How do I know when a timing belt acts up or does it before it fails? Uh, is, is that expensive? Yeah. By the way, I've learned so much listening to you on CCO. Thank you. Well, that was very <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, timing belts don't act up. They just break. <laughs> That's, uh, there's nothing. There's nothing in between. Either it's either it's broken, or it's working. And uh, so that's the good news. That's why that's one of the items that we recommend uh, changing on a maintenance as a part of a maintenance schedule on a certain interval. And I, if yours, uh, if your timing belt has never been done, it's due. Change it. Uh, you you do not want to have the timing belt break because. Uh, if the if the valve timing, if the valves get out of time with the end with the uh, with the engine block, uh, sometimes the pistons can come up and interfere with the valves and bend them, mm. and uh, then you've got a then you've got a big problem. So uh, if your if your if your maintenance says or maintenance both time or mileage uh, says to change your timing belt, make sure you do it. Very good. Let us take a phone call. I think uh, Paul is next up calling from Burnsville. Paul, you're on with Dan Burns. Thanks, you guys. i got to echo the last texter. Uh, really fun information. It's fun to listen to you. Thank I got you. a 2013 uh, Xterum. And when I turn that thing on in the wintertime and it idles, it just never warms up until I start driving. I've talked to the dealership a couple times about it and said, hey, is it the thermostat? I need a different thermostat in there. And they're, no. Uh, we don't know what's going on. Any ideas? Well, I would put a new thermostat in it. I agree with you. That was your first, first thought, and uh, I think that's what, that's probably what it is. I would put a new thermostat in it, and along with that, I probably would recommend that we disconnect the uh, heater core and back flush the heater core with coolant, or, or I mean with water, and uh, and see if any debris comes out of there. What, what the difference is when you, from when you're idling to when you're driving down the road is that coolant is flowing faster through the heater core. And so if you have a heater core that's starting to plug up a little bit, uh, that would make a difference. So back flush the heater core and put a new uh, thermostat in it and see how you do with that. Okay. Uh, texter needs to have one tire pressure sensor put in one tire. It's a 2011 Focus. Is it expensive? I think it's probably like $100 or something like that, or maybe okay. not quite that much. They're not as expensive as they used to be. Um, they have to be uh, installed into the into the tire itself, and then they have to be programmed and to, so that the car identifies with them. And so that's why there's a little more labor involved. But, uh, you know, no, no, they're not as expensive as they it's used to be. not that bad. All right, very good. 
Uh, here's another text that says, uh, my 2016 RDX started to have shifting, quote, jumps. When it shifts, jumps. What could cause that, Texter wants to know. Well, that, that's probably not good news. Uh, it's probably something going on in the transmission, and I don't know what without uh, doing some research on that and, and, some, uh, and some testing. But uh, uh, my, my first thought is that would be pretty concerning for me if it was my vehicle. That, that's usually not good news. Uh, and uh, the transmission for that vehicle is both an expensive unit and uh, pretty expensive to replace. How about engines? Do you and your folks at Lloyd's uh, replace uh, actual engines in cars? We do. Does that happen? Yeah, quite quite frequently, actually, really? more often than you think, uh, because cars are so expensive now. You know, when I tell somebody it's going to be five or six thousand dollars to fix their car, their response is, "Oh, I'm just going to go buy a new one." Until they go look. <laughs> they, they go look at a new car and then they come back and say, well, I think we'll just fix the old one because that's way cheaper than than uh, buying a new one. So, uh, you know, our our line over here, Denny, is we'll, we'll keep it going as long as you want. If if you're not sick of the car, if it's not too rusty and, and you know, too far gone, then uh, there's nothing we can't do to keep it on the road if that's what you want to do. Absolutely. I think we have time, Dan, for maybe one more. Uh, can a remote starter be reprogrammed? Mine works only sporadically, and I change the battery twice. Yeah. You know, if if it's the manufacturer's remote starter, then I would recommend that you go there. If it's an aftermarket one, then I would recommend that you go to wherever it was that you had it installed. And if it's an aftermarket one, they can be a little finicky sometimes like that. So uh, oftentimes the, the the repair for that will be to just replace it with a different unit. But, uh, but the manufacturer, if it was actually installed by the manufacturer or if it is one that was originally built, then, uh, then they can take care of that for you. You know, maybe to alert our listeners, I know we're almost out of time, that uh, it was like midweek, I think, we, we got a text and, for our listeners, uh, these texts uh, go away after not too long of a time. So somebody wanted to know, and I'm paraphrasing now about that, and you've addressed it before, the, 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 the engine that stops when you're at a stoplight and will start again. Uh, you said something about you can disable that kind of for a while, but not permanently. Is well, right? on some vehicles, for example, my wife drives an Audi, on her Audi, there's a button on the dash that when you get in the car, you can push the button and it will turn off the system that disables or that shuts the car off at stoplights. Uh-huh. Not all cars have that. Right. Uh, an- another thing on my wife's car, and that's I'm just familiar with that one, so that's why I'm sharing with you. If you don't depress, the, if you only very lightly depress the brake pedal when you're at the stoplight, it'll keep running. So those are just a couple of tricks that I have. But but as far as disabling it, if the manufacturer built it with that feature, most of them cannot be permanently disabled because uh, they were designed as part of their emission program 
with that operating. And so yeah. for that reason, the manufacturer is not allowed to disable it. I guess that makes sense. Dan, we got to run. Uh, let's do this next week. And how do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's? Well, come on over. We're at 982 Grand Avenue, uh, right between uh, Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue. And by the way, Denny, don't don't let uh, our listeners be lulled into into procrastination with this warm weather. It, <laughs> oh, it's, right. Cold weather is coming, so get your vehicle in and get it serviced. Absolutely. Uh, a, great, a great idea. But anyway, you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-I-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give us a call, 651-228-1316. Have a good week, Dan. Let's talk next week. Thanks, Denny. See you then. Right. Dan, Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. Jack Farrell straight ahead here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Stay with us. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 